Today's show is sponsored by CBT Nuggets. We know that Cloudcast listeners are curious about technologies, but how are you really learning to master the technologies needed to be a cloud expert? When I got my first industry certification, a Cisco CCIE, I literally spent every weekend for six months setting up environments and trying to teach myself all these complex technologies. Nowadays, CBT Nuggets gets rid of all that hassle. Everything's on the web, from self-paced learning with an instructor to virtual labs that are up and running in minutes. So whether you're looking for an infrastructure, cloud, security, or app dev certification, CBT Nuggets has you covered. Check it out at cbtnuggets.com cloudcast to sign up for a free learner account. This unlocks tons of great training, and you'll be entered into a drawing for a free six-month premium subscription. That's cbtnuggets.com cloudcast. Cloudcast Media presents from the massive studios in Raleigh, North Carolina. This is the Cloudcast with Aaron Delb and Brian Gracely, bringing you the best of cloud computing from around the world. Good morning, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome back to the Cloudcast. We are coming to you live from the massive Cloudcast studios here in Raleigh, North Carolina. Hope everybody is doing well. We continue to move through April here in 2021. A little bit of Cloud News of the Week, a few sort of uh, interesting announcements and some big money being spent. And uh, let's jump right into the Cloud News of the Week. First one is NVIDIA announced that they are going to start creating ARM-based CPUs. So they are going to uh, directly go after Intel CPU business and what's something they call the Grace CPU will be ARM-based. So interesting to watch that. Uh, you know, we went from a, almost felt like a decade of very little conversation about hardware to uh, the 2021s have become very much about hardware. So from Intel's, uh, you know, announcement of Pat Gelsinger coming back, their stock roaring up about 30% since that. And uh, Intel just announced Ice Lake here the other day. So a big announcement on the uh, x86 front. And now NVIDIA coming back. NVIDIA had already uh, made an acquisition of, of ARM and now going after ARM-based CPUs. So the uh, the hardware wars are back. We, we may have thought uh, software was going to eat the world, but it seems like hardware is uh, going to be back in the headlines for the foreseeable future. So that'll be fun to watch. Second was uh, Microsoft decided to open their wallets. They decided to acquire Nuance for $19.7 billion. Uh, Nuance, most famously known for their Dragon voice recognition transcription software, or sort of voice AI, as people like to call it. It's interesting to sort of put this in perspective. Uh, They paid about $7 billion for GitHub, so for access to all the developers of the world. Uh, they paid about $26 billion for LinkedIn to access to everybody's resume and what was going on, and they're spending about you know $20 billion, roughly $19.7 billion, to be able to kind of go after your voice. And it's interesting, they uh, sort of initially, I guess, positioned this to the press and the media as you know a big thing for going after healthcare, so transcription market, but uh, it, you know, it feels like a technology that's uh, pretty broad and wide in terms of where you may see it show up. So it's very possible you see it show up in automobiles or you see it show up in smartphones. It could show up on your on your Teams meeting. It should co- show up, you know, in, uh, in an Excel spreadsheet for all we know. So big acquisition by Microsoft. And then finally, AWS uh, continues to play around with the uh, Elasticsearch community. They announced a couple of things. They are creating a I guess a project called OpenSearch, uh, which is as somebody you know like. They've done this thing with Elasticsearch. As Elasticsearch has changed their licensing around that project to where you, uh, you know, you if you were using it as a cloud service, you uh, had to give back everything that you did. So AWS came out and said, "Well, we're going to, you know, you know, kind of fork that, if you will." And now what we're seeing is them kind of taking over the original roots of the Elasticsearch project. So they're now sort of the owners of the Elasticsearch project 
now called OpenSearch with the sort of most open, I guess, liberal license, if you will. So interesting to sort of watch that back and forth continue to happen. But, uh, you know, it's just sort of part and parcel for the course. Search is a, uh, a huge part of everyday life, part of a lot of our applications. And so uh, uh, AWS is very much trying to capture as much of that community as, as they possibly can. So interesting, again, to watch the back and forth uh, in that space as well. So with that, we're going to wrap up Cloud News of the Week. Like I said, not tons and tons. Uh, you know, obviously, we'll put more stuff in the in the show notes, but uh, we're going to wrap up for that. And our show, you know, this week, we're going to talk a little bit about something we haven't talked about in a long time, which is really kind of managing unstructured large amounts of files in the cloud, right? We haven't really talked about storage in a long, long time, because when we first got started, we used to talk about on-prem stuff quite a bit. Uh, it's been all about the cloud the last, you know, four, five, six years, and really hadn't talked about managing that. So we're going to talk about that right after the break. Today's show is sponsored by Datadog, a monitoring analytics platform for cloud scale infrastructure and applications. Datadog provides dashboarding, alerting, application performance monitoring, and log management in one tightly integrated platform so you can get end-to-end visibility quickly. Be proactive with your monitoring strategy and catch issues before your clients are impacted. Start managing the overall health of your environment with a free Datadog trial. Go to datadog.com cloudcast for the free trial. That's datadog.com cloudcast. Today's show is sponsored by Okta, the leading independent identity solution. Okta provides best-in-class authorization so your customers and workforce can safely access what they need most right when they need it from anywhere. Organizations around the world trust Okta's identity cloud to sign in, authorize, and manage users, whether it's employees, contractors, partners, or customers. And with Okta's developer tools, you'll never have to build authentication again. Our customizable code blocks are flexible and future-proof with easy-to-use APIs and SDKs, so you can do less coding and more shipping. Okta is dedicated to building the most reliable, neutral identity platform because it means protecting more than a login. Identity is protecting people, their ideas, their work, their brilliance. It's protecting your future with confidence. Learn more at okta.com. That's O K. And we're back. And, you know, Aaron, for a long time, you and I used to be somewhat associated or or sort of adjacently associated with storage. And then, you know, for a while, because we were doing so much stuff on prem, we kind of we kind of didn't cover that too much. But today, you know, we we, you and I are kick ideas around back and forth. A lot of times we're like, hey, um, you know, the cloud changes stuff. And we probably should go back and look at some of the really kind of big trends that are happening in terms of how companies are managing data in the cloud and, uh, you know, kind of big things in the cloud as opposed to what we used to do years and years ago on prem that had certain certain restrictions and so forth. So kind of excited to dive into today because, again, we haven't uh, touched storage as much as we used to back in the day. So very excited to have Paige Hinckley with us, who is Senior Director of Global Alliances and Go-To-Market for uh, cloud storage, cloud file management company, Cumulo. Paige, welcome to the show. Great to have you on. Thanks, Brian. Super excited to be here today. Um, so first so, off, yeah, go ahead, Aaron. Go ahead, Brian. <laughs> I was going to jump in, but go ahead. No, All uh, you, man. Yeah. Um, so, Paige, before we jump into Cumulo and, and kind of uh, the things that uh, Cumulo brings to to helping companies manage data at scale in the cloud, you've been um, at a lot of companies uh, in the past who really were kind of, you know, have changed the landscape. You know, we've covered this space for 10 plus years, but you've been sort of front and center at that in multiple ways. Give folks a little bit of your background and kind of what's excited you now about this space as well. 
Sure. Thanks so much. So I actually started my career in telecommunications in a startup, and I worked for the first wireless company to offer CDMA technology. Um, it was called Primeco Personal Communications, and it later merged with Verizon Wireless. But it was really an exciting time when cell phones were becoming increasingly popular in the late 90s. And it was really fun to be a part of that early adoption. Um, so, that, so that was a great uh, company to be at the forefront of that technology. And then following Primeco, I went to work for Dell and uh, started actually in advertising for the SMB market where I launched uh, Dell Power Connect switches, if I remember those. And uh, I think the most exciting was really introducing the Dell Inspiron laptops. Um, and so when people are moving away from traditional desktops, I was uh, at the forefront of launching that mobile movement there. Um, after that, I became a product manager um, and then went to work for HP, where I actually ran marketing for the Americas for their PC division. Um, and then moved over uh, to launch some integrations with mobile broadband and laptops with Qualcomm. And then that uh, kind of got me into the alliances and partnerships um, where I worked with large brands like the NBA, American Airlines, and some others. Um, then following that, moved over to VMware, um, where I managed Dell, um, the largest partner at VMware at the time. That was prior to the marriage of the two companies. Um, and then I went to AWS, where um, I was one of the first people on their global partner marketing team, um, which is now over 300 people. Um, but I was responsible for designing and executing their partner portal, APN Marketing Central, and then took the Partner Summit worldwide to about 20 cities around the world. So all of those experiences really led me to, you know, love building and starting up new technologies. And that's what got me excited about Cumulo. So uh, when I got that call, I thought, hey, I'm going to investigate this. This is really super exciting as they're moving from on-prem into the cloud and really thought I could take some of my experiences um, being at the forefront of technology, um, moving it to the next um, kind of area. And so I'm here and excited to leverage some of the partnerships I've worked on throughout my career as well to uh, help expand and grow this market. And, and Paige, the one thing, it, it's really interesting having you having been involved in a bunch of those industry transitions and, and Brian and I have referred to it on the podcast many times as, as almost like waves, right? And one of the biggest bits of career advice we'll give folks is make sure you can ride those waves because you really learn so much in a short amount of time. And, you know, we've been part of the storage, uh, we've been part of infrastructure, and it's really interesting, as Brian mentioned in the introduction, to see what is going on with storage because storage is so critical. Um, so let's kind of start with this understanding of like how data has changed a little bit over the years, right? Because we are starting to move into applications using video or huge data lakes or analytics or just massive content repositories. You know, it's it's kind of almost been cliche in the industry of, of data and the data explosion. But in your eyes, Paige, how has this scale evolved over the years? Yeah, for sure. I mean, just in my own personal life, you know, streaming content, right, as we're all during the pandemic, watching Netflix, you can think about how you're consuming all of that data um, for entertainment. 
And, you know, in the past two years, the market uh, for file in the cloud has jumped from 370 million in 2018 to 1.5 million in 2019. And it actually exceeded 1.2 billion in the first half of 2020. So huge growth here. And uh, conservative estimates are actually putting cloud file market at about $8 billion by 2024. So just huge opportunity as we scale and see increased usage um, across several markets, including, as I mentioned, media and entertainment, healthcare and life sciences. We're seeing a huge bump there. Also financial institutions, if you think about the mortgage companies um, and such. So um, for both on-prem and cloud file, the total addressable market is going to be about $18 billion by 2024. So, you know, while we've seen IT spend go down during the pandemic, the need for unstructured file data has just expanded. And we think that, you know, this accelerated growth um, due to digital transformation um, is just going to continue on this trend. And also with AI and IoT use cases evolving, um, we're going to see that increased trend continue. Yeah, no, it, it it's amazing. I mean, it, it those numbers almost... Uh, you know, sort of outpace just some of the general growth numbers for for the cloud. And, and those numbers are, you know, eye popping as it is. Um, I want to dive into Cumulo a little bit. Uh, you know, Cumulo does some some very unique things around scalability. And, and as I mentioned at the top, you know, what you can do in the cloud is is very different than, than what you could ever do on-prem. Um, you spend a lot of your time focused on uh, the cloud partners, so the AWSs and Azures and Google and, 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 you know, how you can do unique things in the cloud. You know, what are some of those unique use cases that you find um, your customers are able to, to leverage sort of the scalability of Cumulo, the ability to make you know, everything look like one giant file system. Uh, you know, what, what are some of the kind of business side use cases you find that, that really take advantage of that? Yeah, we've seen some very cool use cases across our customers. Um, just this year, a few examples include um, the capture of filmmakers video, which they're using to then turn into blockbuster movies. So we've seen a huge explosion across our media and entertainment customers with a lot of studios, um, and whatnot, also VFX. Um, financial institutions like mortgage companies that I mentioned prior. Um, so think about, you know, when you're going in to refinance your home, right, all of that information that you have to give over to the mortgage companies, well, they have to capture and store all that massive amounts of personal data, um, and they need a secure place to, to store that. Also, uh, universities and schools, as you think about the pandemic and all of the virtual classrooms that have been required to deliver education, not only locally, but on a global scale as they're collaborating across classrooms around the globe. Um, another cool use case we've seen is airplanes and drones. So drones have really taken off in the last probably five years. And um, some cool things that they're doing are taking images and then transforming those into maps for disaster responses. So leveraging all of that um, image capturing and then needing to transform and store those. Um, finally, we're seeing laboratories. So um, we actually just closed a deal with LabCorp uh, with AWS. And, and we've also seen some other genetic research labs, you know, looking at all of those genes to develop new drug therapies. So 
just tons of different use cases across industries. And, you know, as we're working with these cloud providers, more and more continue to pop up. So lots of great uh, use cases across the board. And we're super excited to see how we can help transform really the world as we uh, continue to aid them in these, uh, these areas they're working in. Yeah. Paige, that's, Go ahead, Aaron. It's it's funny. She, she's she's explaining that. I feel like she she just did a recap of of twenty twenty right between everybody staying at home and watching movies. You've got right. Massive <laughs> I was actually going to massive go exactly refinancing of real estate and all these sort of things. It just they all line up yeah. with this. <laughs> yeah, completely. I was actually going to say exactly that. I felt like this was a complete capture of twenty twenty in a nutshell. And yeah, I mean the larger tr- trend there around the unstructured data. I mean. It's affecting all of us from from our personal lives all the way to how we're doing our, our our day jobs and and I mean let's be honest right with with COVID and a lot of us kind of working from home and and working remotely and and more dispersed workforce it's actually becoming uh, you know this idea of data fragmentation if you will is becoming even greater at times and and, and so Paige as you work with companies moving file data uh, to the cloud, what are some of like tips and tricks and, and lessons that you've seen that lead to faster success? It's a question we always like to ask, like, where's the gotchas in all of this? Yeah, you know, as we're talking with customers, we're really looking at, you know, what's in it for them and how is this going to help them be more successful And the cool thing about moving their file storage to the cloud, it allows them to pay for storage they actually use um, and what they need, right? And so um, an area, of course, that companies are always looking for is how they can cut their costs. And, you know, they can also cut their energy consumption by moving to the cloud up to 70%. Um, you know, there's been a huge trend in in a green business, if you will, and and this really helps get them there. Um, So overall, they're, you know, saving time and money on storage maintenance costs as well. So they're able to kind of offload some of that. Um, And the pandemic actually forced many of these businesses, as you just mentioned, to move to a remote workforce, right? And so by moving their file data to the cloud, multiple locations are were easily able to collaborate seamlessly, whereas before um, that wasn't really the case. And we saw this a lot with some of the studios we worked with. But really the the beauty of Cumulo for the customers is that we offer a hybrid approach. So if they're not fully ready to move to the cloud, um, we can still help maintain their data in the data center on-prem and then also start to move them and migrate them to the cloud to begin their journey. Um, so, so I think that's a really unique differentiator that Cumulo has versus some of our competition. Yeah, no, that's that's great. I, you know, one of the things with with our audience, um, you know, we we we're lucky in that, uh, you know, some of the listeners are kind of what we'd call kind of end user practitioners. So they're they're trying to sort out. Hey, you know, how does this new technology work? You know, which which one should we pick? How fast do we move? But then we also get a lot of companies that are, you know, what we would call sort of technology partners, right? So there are other people in the industry that are trying to learn about stuff. You know, I feel like in the use cases that you've been walking through, you guys sort of live at this intersection between, you know, end users trying to do things, right? Whether it's making a movie or, uh, you know, sort of backing up paperwork, but also you know, you've got to, you've got to be able to work with a lot of technology companies because, 
data management, backup, you know, scaling it on the cloud is is all those things. Like, give us a sense of of you know how how do uh, partners work with Cumulo? Because it feels like there's there's a lot of opportunities, especially for things that are really sort of top of mind for for people's business and and even their day to day life these days. Absolutely, Brian. So. Um, Cumulo does offer a multi-cloud approach. So we have our partnerships right with AWS, Google Cloud, and now we're offering um, an early customer program um, as we're introducing a new SaaS offering on Azure. So that's going to open up a whole nother area of our business. Um, In addition, though, to our cloud partners, we have a, a large ecosystem of what we call technology partners. And really, we're focused on a few areas here, backup and recovery, as you mentioned, with partners like Commvault, Veeam, Veritas, um, Media and Entertainment. We're really growing out that ecosystem. Um, So we have partners there like Adobe, Foundry, and Teradici. Um, But we're constantly looking for new partners also to add to this ecosystem that makes sense for our customers. So we really listen to our customers and what they're demanding um, and honestly, what's already in their environment. And then we we want to make sure that those companies are part of our ecosystem. Um, but also healthcare and life sciences. Um, we have some partnerships there with GE Healthcare, Change Healthcare, and then also a, a channel partner, um, Arm to Cumulo, um, which is some of the more tra- uh, traditional channel partners you would expect, like CDW, Insight, E+, and many more um, but we're constantly reevaluating um, our partners, Brian, and adding to them. And so I would just encourage if you're listening to this podcast today and interested in partnering with Cumulo that you reach out and we'd love to have a conversation um, because we just want to deliver the best solutions um, to our customers at the end of the day for these use cases that they're trying to um, you know, solve for. Um, and I would just add, you know, one example of a, a solution across different partner types we're working on is right now we're working with AWS in the media and entertainment space um, with a couple of our tech partners as well um, to answer, you know, some of the needs that they have. And we have a, uh, a big solution announcement we'll have coming up here in the May timeframe. So stay tuned on that one. Very cool. Very cool. A little bit of a little bit of a teaser there, and we didn't we didn't really dive into a, a lot of a lot of the tech. Um, you know, there, there's some there's some very good things on on the Cumulo website. We'll put some links in the show notes for folks who are kind of wanting to dig into how the scalability works. You know, how simple it is to get uh, you know environments up and running. Um, Aaron, you want to sort of take us, you know, kind of wrap us up and uh, and take us home. I know we've we've dived into, I think, which has been fun. A lot of the use cases to think about. You know, sometimes we we like we said we we sometimes take some things for granted because it's become so simple. But uh, you want to wrap us up and take us home? Yeah, absolutely. So so Paige, thank you very much for your time today and your insights. Um, on behalf of Brian and myself, again, as always, thank you to everyone listening out there. Please tell a friend. Please um, um, rate us uh, on the the various uh, stores that are out there. And if you have a friend that is interested in learning about cloud computing, make sure you point them at our other podcast, Cloudcast Basics, as well. Um, we've done a few seasons of that, and, and it's certainly great to uh, for somebody that is new to the industry and, and wants to get up to speed as well. So with that, um, thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll uh, talk to everyone next week. 
Thank you for listening to The Cloudcast. Please visit thecloudcast.net to find more shows, show notes, videos, and everything social media. 